Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Double N Ben Variety Show. How you fucking doing? It's good to be here. It is Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. And we're here on a Tuesday. We're here doing the Double N Ben Variety Show. I know this usually comes in on a Monday, but uh, look, I'll be honest. I took a break near the end of last week. Uh, I mean... You know, when you're doing like two, three pieces of content a week and, you know, you know, writing, editing, filming uh, and all that stuff. And you're also doing, you know, uh, all this uh, other, you know, work, business stuff as well. Like, you know, it just gets, I don't know, like it just gets very tiring and you get very exhausted. So near the end of like last week, I just went, all right, I need to take five. I need to let myself rest because, you know, I just was exhausted and, you know, uh, I just was, I don't know, I was looking at the work that we were doing and I was like, eh, nah, like I think this isn't great. And I just noticed my body and my mind wasn't responding as well because I just had been on the, you know, on the ball 24-7, just hadn't stopped and I just needed to kick my feet up. But uh, no, thanks for your patience. Thanks for, uh, you know, coming back. It's a pleasure to have you here. I just want to give you that explanation because you deserve it because I love yous. I love you so much. You're like my kids, you know. You're just excellent, and you're just fantastic, and I just don't know what I'd do without you. Oh, I just finished filming a video, video that's coming out this week, so it's good to, uh, you know, jump straight into this, baby. It's been good. I won't lie, I've got nothing prepared, so you're probably just going to hear me talk a whole lot of shit, you know? But, um, yeah, no, nah. Melbourne's been crazy. What the fuck is going on in Melbourne? What is happening? I mean... You know, it's it, you look at what's happening in Melbourne and like, um, you know, I, I, I've always said, and I've said this numerous times, okay? I've said this on the podcast. I've said this over and over and over again. I support your right to protest. In fact, I took the controversial stance, as you all knew, that like, you know, there's people that were protesting in Sydney during lockdown. Not all of them were these anti-vax right-wing freaks. You know, a lot of them had lost their business. They've got nowhere to feed themselves or their family. They've got no money. I've said this a thousand times, even though I get a lot of shit from the people who do protest, by the way. I get a lot of those, I get a lot of shit from the anti-lockdown people. And people think I'm in favor of lockdowns. I am not in favor of lockdowns. I do not like it when people have to stay inside and people lose their business and we got to spend more money in order to, you know, keep a stimulus rolling. But this wouldn't happen had the federal government gotten its shit together. But oh no, what, what what's the criticism I get? You like draconian lockdowns. No, fuckhead. I just like it when a government is pragmatic and gets its shit together so we can avoid these situations. But... You know, and when those protests happened in Sydney, what did I say? Not all of them are these right-wing fucking whatever freaks, you know? I, and I don't even like using those labels. That was the label that the media was using, but you get my point. I have always said that I understand why those people were protesting. I get it, okay? I just don't support political violence when it turns violent. Everyone's going to be like, well, no, I wasn't violent. Well, what do you call throwing black paint at cops and cops getting assaulted. And, you know, I understand cops also do bad things to other people as well. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm talking in this particular context of what happened at the Sydney protest. Now, since I've stood my ground on that, today or the past two, three days in Melbourne, there's a bunch of crazy shit going on. QAnon has put boots on the ground in Melbourne, Victoria. And 
you know, people were chanting about satanic cults and lynching, you know, politicians and they were getting nooses and getting like a blow up sex doll of Dan Andrews and, you know, lynching him or whatever. And it's just like, what the fuck are you all doing? What are you all doing? Like, what is, what do you think, like, honestly, from the shit that you're saying and you're doing, do you honestly think most rational Australians are going to get behind you? They're not. They're not going to get behind you because they look at you as fucking crazy because that is what you are. You're all fucking crazy. And when reporters show up, again, I'm not a fan of the mainstream media either, but when reporters show up to do reporting and you threaten to kill them and you kick them out and they've got to be escorted out by cops, there's a massive problem. There is a big problem. There's a huge problem. But... You know, of course, when you when these these people who you know say that like um, oh, it's because we got Nazis and communists in office. Listen, let me tell you something about Nazi and communism. Nazis and communism. Okay, the Nazis hated the communists. They fucking killed them. Okay, they slaughtered them. If you're gonna use a political label, make sure it's consistent. Okay. And you're in a democracy, okay? If you weren't in a democracy, if you were in like a fascist dictatorship, you wouldn't be able to say any of this shit. You would not be calling your leader a fascist. Neither would the media. Neither would Sky News be able to, okay? You live in a democratic society. Well, you know, we are in an oligarchy, but you get my point, okay? You're not living in a, you know, fascist... Like, I understand there are problems with the rules. I understand there are problems with the cops. I've talked about this before on multiple occasions. But you just... If you're going to use these political labels, make sure they are fucking consistent because communism and Nazism are not the same thing. Okay? Now, what were they protesting over, right? Obviously, dictator Dan. Now, let's look up the pandemic bill because I feel like there is confusion about it. Let's talk about this all right let me look this up because i'm never prepared i never get this shit ready before the podcast you know i don't know i just finished shooting you know i'm coming straight out of a work session uh where are you at baby where are you at where are you at hey yo yo where are you at where are you at um there's a fucking thing uh craig kelly was there so was peter credlin let me tell you something those clive palmer Craig Kelly, Peter Credlin, they are not your friends. They are not your heroic leaders. They are fucking elitist pieces of shit that take corporate money that have voted for things that are completely against your interests, okay? They are just banking on the culture war to boost their media profiles and get a, and just get votes. Not Peter Credlin. She's not a politician, but she was a liberal staffer who worked for Tony Abbott. I wonder what that fucking tells you. Now, where is this thing? Oh, my God. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Here we go. Okay. So PR guy who has this amazing Twitter profile. Uh, this is something that I think we need to establish, right? Everyone's freaking out over this pandemic bill. Uh, but this is the reality of the pandemic bill, right? He says, when you look at the actual facts, the fever pitched hysteria over the pending pandemic laws just look silly. No, silly. No, no wonder most Victorians don't fall for it. Um, so they've got a table here. And it's a comparison between Victoria and New South Wales, right? Now, I'm going to read out the list of who's got a tick and who's got a cross, okay? Orders are signed by elected officials. Power are separated between elected officials. Parliament may disallow health orders in certain circumstances. Full health advice is published 
Human rights assessments are released. Independent Pandemic Advisory Committee, uh, Parliamentary Committee Oversight. Now, I'll show you who's got the ticks and the crosses, right? Let's go through Victoria. Ticks on all of them. Ticks on all of them. New South Wales, one tick. Orders are signed by elected officials. New South Wales, one tick. You know who's got all the other crosses on the rest of them? New South Wales. Okay? New South Wales. That is who. Now, let's go over this video that was released today by... Um, who was the site? Who's the, who's the Twitter profile guy? Squeeze, right? He talks about that he's comparing him to the, himself to the Liberals, and I think it's really good to go over this. Hold up, let me play it. If the leader of the opposition's upset about politicians making orders, well, he better get up to New South Wales because, you know, that terrible overlord, Brad Hazard, has made every order, has signed every order throughout that pandemic. And never has to report to Parliament. Speaker, let me just take the Leader of the Opposition to this. This would be the not the first, not the second, not the tenth, the nineteenth report to Parliament on the state of emergency. Instead of cuddling up to anti-vaxxers, we have said no, you must get vaccinated. That's why we're open. And, Speaker, the story of the week won't be the nonsense from this one. It'll be the 90% double dose. We're not divided. We're, in fact, united. And people saw through you last time when you were on the low road, and you're back there again now. These arrangements are in line, are in line with New South Wales, New Zealand, and they have more scrutiny, more oversight than the current arrangements, and more scrutiny and more oversight than any similar arrangements in our nation. Uh, there are those opposite who seek to politicise everything. Everything's about political advantage. So instead of running off all sorts of conspiracy theories, uh, hanging out with some pretty interesting types, uh, perhaps the Leader of the Opposition ought to read the bill before he bags it. I won't be taking a lecture on the views of the legal community from a bloke who can't even find a lawyer to be the Shadow Attorney General. So, so take a number. I had it put to me by the Leader of the Opposition that he'd gone and conducted a survey and the entire Victorian legal community, no doubt not including the member for Malvern, wherever he might be, I doubt that he'd be, I doubt that he'd be in agreement, I doubt that he'd be, and I don't know why you're sitting all the way back up there, I'd, I'd have found you a spot down here, come on. Order. Why is he up Order. there? It's not a strong and prosperous and safe Victoria that some want. It's chaos. That's what they want. And no one could be more upset than this one here that we are going to hit 90% Order. double dose Order. and that we are Premier open. No thanks safe. to you and the games Premier you play. Damn. See, I love that. I love that shit. Because, you know, the libs in Vic have Victoria have just fucking scraped to the bottom of the barrel. I mean, why are you going this low in order to get support, to get support from these fucking crackheads, alright? Again, I will stress this once again. I empathize. In fact, I, I don't just empathize. I completely understand why people were angry during lockdowns. I fucking get it. I, I Look, dude. My income was affected. I get it. 
I completely understand why you feel upset and why you protest. I, I understand why those people protested in Sydney. I, I got tons of shit from both sides, but I completely understood why they were doing it. Not tons of shit, not really, but, you know, I... It was, it was more like, you know, it was just a different opinion and, you know, it was, but it needs to be said, you know? People feel fucked over, I get it, but you can't, these fucking lunatics who are out there in Victoria doing this crazy shit, I mean, you cannot encourage this behavior, it's insanity, okay? I completely understand why those people, some of those people, not all of them, why some of those people were protesting, I get it, Okay? If you're going to call Black Lives Matter a bunch... Look, and again, like, do I support Black Lives Matter? I support the message, the organization I've got criticisms of. You know, that that's a separate thing, you know. But, you know, yes, the message of BLM I support. But it's like when people say, like, oh, all of BLM are just a bunch of fucking writers and looters. Like, yeah, okay, some of them might be. Some of them, yes, definitely did that. But not all of them. A lot of them were just trying to get a message to the police. That's all they were trying to do. Right? You've got to look at it for what it is. Being like, yes, okay, not everyone in BLM are these fucking crazy rioters and looters. And not all those protesters at the Sydney protesters were a bunch of fucking right-wing QAnon freaks, okay? A lot of those people at the Sydney protests were just angry and they were upset and they felt fucked over. I stood up for that. But now, this shit, Victoria, it's like, what are you doing? You got Peter Credlin, that fucking, you know, absolute ghoul of a woman. That fucking disgusting freak who was on Sky News every night who fucking cannot get enough of Dan Andrews. It's like, listen, bitch, the fuck, you got to move on from this grift, okay? You tried with Tony, it didn't fucking work, move on. Seriously, I mean, it's insane to me how low these people are willing to go and it's going to backfire on their asses and I can't wait for the fireworks, all right? I really can't. I really can't. And I know that, you know, I look, again, I and people like you just you just you just you just bend the knee to authority. Listen, I have had tons of criticisms of the way that the elites have like handled COVID and how they've, you know, increased their wealth and how they fucked over poor people and the rules and all that. I've had tons of criticisms about that. Okay, I've had tons of criticisms about how the elites, you know, and what they've done with their own wealth and how they've been able to extract all of it while working class people have caught the bad end of it. All right, I have made tons of criticisms about that. I've made criticisms about, you know, the stimulus package, JobKeeper, the way the government has handled the vaccine rollout, the quarantining systems and the fucking aged care. Tons of it. All of it. So don't sit there and call me a bootlicker. You can if you want. I don't really give a fuck. You mean you're an idiot, but whatever. I don't care, but you've heard my point. You know what I mean? Oh, jeez. Oh, starting this episode off with a banger. I love it. Don't you love it? I'll fucking love it. Anyway, you're probably all wondering, what did you do during your time off when you weren't focusing on this crazy shit? I actually played that Grand Theft Auto trilogy definitive edition remastered thing i played because i'm look there's three games right vice city san andreas like i grew up with that shit okay and i know that people weren't keen on it when it got announced but i'm such a mouth breathing moron nostalgic little bitch that i will buy those games i will pay a hundred dollars for it which is what i did 
oh, you know, not the greatest financial investment, but you know, what's a player gonna do? You know what I mean? And I don't really play video games. Like, I'm not huge on playing video games. Like, I just, for me, when I play 30 minutes of like any game, really, I'm just like, I'm bored. No, I want to go back to doing what I was doing before. And I get back to work because I'm a hustler. I got that Sigma male grind set, but I played the definitive edition and like, <laughs> you know, it's got some problems, it's got some bugs, it's got some glitches, um, but it looks kind of nice on the most part, some of it looks like shit, but um, look, I just had a lot of fun, and I was like playing, I'm like, fuck, oh, I just overlook all these criticism criticisms, because, you know, this is a part of my childhood, it does work, man, it does, man, nostalgia still gets people by the balls, no matter how much we want to criticize it, it got me by the balls, alright? I'm a slave to the system and I bootlick like nobody else's business. That's what I do. I don't care. You know what I mean, boy? I mean, look, I, I know these elites do things against my interests, but, you know, I'll lick the boot. I don't give a shit, even if it's timberlands with mud on them. But, you know, I don't know, man. Like, I just really can't believe I bought into that shit, but I'll still play it, because I'm an idiot, and I love it, and, uh, you know, some of it's not all bad, I had fun with it, some of it's not all bad, I had a good time, you know, but I need to put, I, I know that if I get, like, if I get addicted to this thing, I'm in a whole heap of shit, you know what's great, though, when you, like, when you are lazy, and you are, you know, uh, taking time off and you're sitting around, like, it makes you appreciate your pursuits in life a lot more. Like, I, when I was sitting around playing video games or whatever, I just remember thinking, like, man, I miss working. I miss it. And you don't feel good. You'd rather be pursuing, you know, whatever it is you're doing in life, and it makes it a lot more meaningful, you know? It's, a, it's an interesting strategy, you know? Rest ain't a bad thing. It really ain't. I mean, I love it. You know, I mean, I, I love it because it makes you realize what's important in life and it adds meaning into it, you know. Hey, but hey, we'll get deep on this podcast. I don't care. I'll do it. I'm a deep person. I'll cry over Toy Story. I really will. That's that's no cap. That's no cap. I really, I'll fucking, I'll cry over Toy Story. Woody, Buzz. <laughs> They're my homies. Um, but really, I don't care. I don't care. I'll do it in front of anyone. I'll cry in front of any anyone while I'm watching Toy Story. All right. Don't at me. Don't at me. You know, just 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 don't do it. You know what I mean? Um, I I I just can't help it. I can't help it. But yeah, you know, I take I take a day off, and Jesus, Victoria's about to burn down on fire because you got all these fucking crazy wackos and all these grifters coming out there being like, yeah. These, you know, these grifters, Clive Palmer, Craig Kelly, Peter Credlin, they all go down there and they think they, they capitalize off of it, you know? Clive Palmer and uh, Craig Kelly are smart, though. They really are. They're evil geniuses, you know, because they're capitalizing off of the culture war, which is COVID and vaccines. And, you know, it's a lot of people just turn this into a culture war. And again, I understand, you know, the, I, I've had plenty of criticisms about how the elites have, you know, used COVID for their own benefit and... um you know, the wealth they've accumulated and, uh, you know, the uh, JobKeeper stimulus and all that. Like, but it's it's just one of those things where they've looked at that and they've ignored all of that. They've ignored what the elites have done and they've, they've, they're just hyper-focusing on vaccines, right? 
It's it's a strategy that the Republicans used in, in use in America because their policies are so dog shit. And look, I'm not a fan of the Dem. Look, the Democrats have a ton of problems. But if you had me, if you had, if I had to pick between one, then like you know, obviously, unfortunately, Democrats. But um, you know, even then, they've got so many fucking flaws. Like there's just so much wrong with what they're doing. Like ah, oh god, the midterms they're in some deep shit. I don't know how. Like like this idea of Kamala Harris and Pete Buttigieg. You know, being the f- the face of the D- Democratic Party in the future, it's like God. What are you thinking? Why? They're such dog shit candidates. Like Kamala Harris. The thing that people don't remember about her is that like, this is someone who had to drop out of the race of the Democratic primary race because she was so unpopular. And now that she's the new face of the Democratic Party, it's like no, that's not going to fly. It's not going to fly at all. And, you know, the identity politics aspect of it, saying that she's the first woman black VP, like, <clears throat> it's just not going to fly. It's not, because policy and voting record and what she's done, that's going to matter a whole lot more. It really will. And it does, as it always should. Excuse me, I got the hiccups, fuck. You know, it, it really will matter a lot more. And I think it does. I really think it I, I At the end of the day, like... There's only so far you can go with that reasoning of identity, um, but I think the way Kamala Harris, yeah, okay, sure, she was a, she was the DA, she was the DA, right? DA, she was not. I get I get the Attorney General DA mixed up because I'm a fucking moron. Uh, let's look her up real quick, shall we? But uh, yeah, the way she's handled the border and uh, the way she handled you know all that is just been a joke. You know, it's just been a joke. Where is she? Where are you? 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 Attorney General California. That's it. She was the Attorney General California, and her record was just horrible. It was monstrous, you know. And then she goes to deal with the border crisis in Guatemala uh, and on the south, and she doesn't even visit the south the southern border at all and then she goes to Guatemala telling people like don't come she pulls the Trump card because I don't know if you know this Biden was a lot more harsher on the ball on you know immigration than Trump surprisingly they're trying to do everything they can to defend title 42 well, let me read you what title 42 is where is it Title 42, expulsions are removed by their removals by the U.S. government of persons who have recently been in a country where a communicable, I can't, communicable disease was present. The extent of authority for contagion-related expulsions is set out by law in U.S. in, sorry, set out by law in 42 U.S.C. code. Yeah. So they're doing everything they can to, you know, focus on Title 42 and this idea of them being like, anyone can come to the country when they're running. And now, like, you know, look what's happening. It's, it's Kids are still in fucking cages, you know. They're still in cages, you know, because they, you know, it doesn't matter who's in. They, the fucking immigration, they're going to be fucking tough on it, you know. So, yeah, that's just the reality of the situation. And, um, you know, anyway, I just don't know how... I honestly think the Democrats are in a lot of trouble come 2022 and 2024. Um, you know, and I think this Build Back Better bill is a great, fantastic idea. In fact, I wish it was more money, but it's not. But hey, you take what you can get. That's fine. It's it's good enough. It'll do. Um, you know, but again, that hasn't 
been passed. That's still going through a lot of trouble. And there's a lot of promises, but not much delivery. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I hate that because I love what Biden's doing on climate. I really do love what Biden's doing on climate. But I think, again, you know, there's a lot more... Uh, like this whole Build Back Better thing, I hope they get the votes needed in order to pass it. Um, because if they don't, then that's really going to affect them. And they need to do something as well where it's like they need to legalize marijuana. They should eliminate student debt. But again, it's just this messaging of socialist socialism that's across the board has just fucking brainwashed everyone to think in this real stupid way, um, you know, because at the end of the day, like they, they look at they, they can't look at what we did in the 80s and 90s and what all these other countries did, like Denmark and Norway. And, you know, they point to that saying, well, no, that's socialism. And really, you know, we're operating these policies in a capitalist society, which they clearly can't understand. Like, they think, you know, if you fucking pass these policies, they think it's going to be like, oh, yeah, that's socialism. I can't have that. It's just a joke. It's like you people can't even see things for what they are, you know? It's like it's not. It's just, you know, it's like it's entitlement code culture. It's like, no. Do you remember the global financial crisis? Where they were just giving out all these faulty, shitty debts? Look what happened. What's happening with the student loan crisis? That might be, the, that's looking like it might be the next GFC. It's going to happen then. Well, we didn't bail them out. Because if we did that, that's communism. And we ain't... America ain't like that. You go into debt, you have shitty job, you have bad wages. I don't give a fuck, man. That's their country. Who gives a shit? You know? But hey, if Australia keeps operating the way it does, we might be in the same position. We already are with fucking queuing on in Melbourne. You know? They just don't know. You know, it's just... Can't get over that shit. The Melbourne stuff. It's like, what are you doing? What are we doing? Like... I'm not saying you can't criticize Dan Andrews or anything he, you know, tries to pass, you know, with, you know, bills and legislation. But this shit, really? It's how low you want to go? And the big liberals want to hang around there? It's like, what are you doing? Like, fuck. Oh, God. It's just a nightmare. You know what I mean? It's just a nightmare. Whatever. Alright, look. You know, i got to be honest with you. Oh, i got to bail. Uh, this one's a short one today, but I'm just glad to be back. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be here with you kids, you know, talking shit, having fun as always, you know. Like, it's always a bore. I love doing this with you all. Even when you take a break, you start to realize, oh, man, I love having this audience and doing what I do. You know what I mean? Like, and I just would not trade it for anything else in the world. I love it. I truly do love it. Oh, fuck, I'm tired. Is anyone else tired? Does anyone else just feel like laying down on the street? Like a homeless guy, that'd be awesome, wouldn't it? I mean, you know, I don't want to be homeless, but, you know. <sighs> it's like quarter to nine. Fuck, man. I'm doing this late. I did this right after shooting a video, so I'm kind of wrecked. But um, anyway, I'm just babbling on now. But, um, you know, it's interesting because you look at, like, Dan Andrews polling and, like, it looks like there's going to be another landslide and the Vic Libs are just digging themselves in this hole where it's like you're hanging out with these whack jobs. You know? Like Dan said, Brad Hazard signed off on all of it. 
Where are the criticisms on him? Hmm? Nothing. Radio silence. Fuck all. You know why? Because he's not a media target. Dan Andrews is. He's the media has a field day with him. You know, they go nuts. They just look at him and be like, This shit I'm telling y'all right now. He is a fascist, communist, Nazi dictator. It's not the same thing, fuckhead. There's differences in life, you know? Know the difference between the label. I am an idiot, okay? I'm a fucking moron. Even I know the difference. I know if it's a good thing to say that I'm a moron and I comment on politics, but, you know, I just like being honest with you all, you know? I love I love telling you the truth. Tell the, tr- tell the truth in life, boy. And I'm Alex Jones, and I tell the truth because, you know, if I don't, then that's how the elites are going to hurt. They're going to pass things that, you know, they're going to come to your house and take your children. I love how kids get keep getting involved in, like, all these fucking political discourses, being like, just think of the children. What are they going to do to your children? Hmm? Do you know what they're going to do to your children in school? They're going to turn them into Marxists. I hate this hell in love. I've said this a million fucking times already, but, like, how, why... Is this their new... There's this new Helen Lovejoy way of thinking in politics where it's like, won't somebody please think of the children? Why? I'm not saying your kids don't matter, but, like, stop dragging kids into this shit. That's what QAnon... That's some QAnon shit. QAnon. They're eating the kids underneath the, uh... Capitol building. We better go raid it. Not find nothing. We'll just take Nancy Pelosi's laptop instead. Fucking morons. Anyway. Um, I'm signing off. Right? I love you all. Sorry that it was a short one today, but I just wanted to, you know, say, guess who's back, 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 back again, again, again. Benny's back, back, back. Tyler, friend, friend, friend. Alright, kids. I'm signing off. I love you all. Um, you know, if you got any hate mail, love letters, or nudes, you know where to find me, don't you? Uh, but until then, please stay safe, please keep it real, and please do not let those clowns around town bring you down. Alright, kids, I'll see you next week. Have fun! Don't do anything I wouldn't do, and, uh, yeah, alrighty then. I'll catch you next time, alright? Have fun, goodbye, au revoir, whatever you say in Japanese, say goodbye, I don't fucking know, because I'm an uncultured, straight white male! Alright, I'm talking shit now. Goodbye, I love you, bye.